Everybody, welcome to the High Five Countdown Podcast. My name is DJ Setho, and I'd like to think the content of our podcast is more inflated than Tom Brady's balls. That the New England Patriots personnel participated in violations of the playing rules, specifically a deliberate effort to release air from Patriots game balls after the balls were examined by the referee. Footballs, I mean, footballs. In case you didn't know, it's going to be an NFL-centric podcast for this episode, and I'm really excited about it. I'm a huge NFL fan. It should be a great episode, and we'll get into that in uh, the next few minutes. But first and foremost, let me introduce my two co-hosts. My first co-host is such a Game of Thrones fanboy that you might actually call him a Game of Thrones groupie. We have Matty G, the musician. Well, I'm a one-man Good evening. I am. Uh, I'm ready uh, to come back strong on the show. <laughs> nice, nice. My second co-host just doesn't like all kids. Doesn't matter if they're infants, if they're teenagers. From Judith in The Walking Dead to Kim Bauer from Twenty Four, we have Tony B. I don't hate all kids. It was just those particular ones. Okay, so it's not every person who's under the age of 18. No, it's just the ones in those particular TV shows, and that's probably about it. In terms of TV shows, yeah, I am not a Ken Bauer fan. Judith definitely needs to be eaten by zombies. Wouldn't be bad if Carl get, got bit, too. Coral! Carl! Where's Carl? Coral! So guys, I just want to apologize before we start this episode. Um, I've been unfaithful to you guys. I uh, I did a podcast with uh, another guest, and I, I just want to apologize. Well, thank you for coming clean after the fact. Yeah, that, that takes you know real guts. I didn't expect it to land on Facebook. But yes, for anyone who didn't get to hear it, our previous podcast was kind of a special podcast. We had Alan, the author of Real Speak, and we spoke about the top five memories of Independence Day, the original 1996 movie. And it was a fun time. Um, Some people actually confused it for top five reasons Will Smith is the greatest human being on Earth. But that was my fault because I'm a big Will Smith fan. Are we going to do a podcast about the Wild Wild West? Jim West? Desperado? I'm thinking maybe we do a podcast Top 5 Will Smith Hits. Wild Wild West. Matty G, big Will Smith fan? Are you ready for that podcast? I think so. I, I you know, I'm I'm already thinking about my list. Uh, parents just don't understand. You know, take it back a little bit. There's this other song, Boom, Shake, Shake, Shake the Room. But uh, that song uh, somehow found my way, found its way into my vocabulary. It's a great song. Oh, you gotta love classic Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff. 
But anyway, if you didn't check it out, check out our previous episode, Top 5 Memories from Independence Day. So now let's get into it. It is time for this episode of the High Five Countdown Podcast. I'm excited about it. A lot of people have asked us to do an NFL-centric podcast. I know that we're all NFL fans here. So this episode is the Top 5 Best NFL Off-Season Moves. So I guess I'll start out by saying this, and I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I feel like the NFL offseason is much different for me now than it was for when I was a lot younger. And the reason I say that is because growing up in a world with Madden and with fantasy football, I had like a wish list of of people I wanted my team to get. So, you know, one year I wanted the Eagles to get like T.O. And I wanted them, you know, to get like Anquan Bolden. And I wanted them to just assemble this power team. As I get older, I realize the economics, the contracts, and uh, the roster moves and how they affect the team. So I become a little bit more realistic about NFL free agency. But I've also become more interested in it because of the business aspect of it and how every NFL team has to continuously bring in new players while not overpaying for old players. Well, I had to do a little bit of refreshing because out of all the headlines I heard, there's like at least 50% of them I I didn't like hear about because it wasn't that big of a story. So I wanted to make sure I didn't miss out on any kind of like sleeper moves that that uh, people didn't really, you know, talk about in the headlines, but still were important. So I had to brush up a little bit. I haven't been paying attention throughout, but I'm pretty caught up now. So I'm ready to uh, to uh, get going with this. And I'm looking forward to actually learning stuff from you guys, too. I love the NFL. My favorite part of the offseason is the offseason because as a Redskins fan, that's usually the best part of the season. Although this year, things are going to get turned around. You like that? You like that? And I'm just going to... Warn people in advance, the first couple of picks may sound like I'm a homer, but they happen to be pretty significant off-season moves, and some of them may be a bit off the off-beaten path. Sounds good. As an Eagles fan, I'm delighted about that. Oh, I have some Eagles news in there, so you have to to listen through. Spoiler alert. So guys, before we start this, Matty G, how did you rank an off-season move as being one of the best? What were you looking for? I gotta be honest, I, uh, I'm a huge fan, football fan, so I didn't want that to be entirely like part of my my choosing of like what was the biggest or best moves. Um, but at the same time, I don't know like who's the best nose tackle in the NFL. I don't know like who's the. I mean, I know like probably who's the best like cornerbacks and stuff, but I don't know like every single position. I'm not going to pretend I do. I, I don't know the best centers and stuff. So um, part of it is a little bit like the biggest splash. And like also I, I kind of lean towards players I'm familiar with. So therefore um, there's some offensive names in there. Um, but I also wanted to kind of be practical with my decisions. It wasn't just like, oh, yeah, I heard of this quarterback. So I picked this quarterback because I know this quarterback. Like I wasn't like that. So I had to find that, that balance of like things that I'm you know comfortable with. But also, uh, you know, what I think actually really benefited the team. I mean, you don't know the backup left guard for the Tennessee Titans, Matty G? Well, not yet. Not yet. Uh, I, have a, you know, I have a positive attitude that I, that I can learn it, though. <laughs> you, you don't know Jason Norkel? Jason, oh, that's an amazing name. I'll never forget that name. Good, because I just made it up. 
Well, I'm really excited to see how Jason Norkel's season will do. I think he's he's set for a comeback year. There would be something if there was a Jason Norkel who did play for Tennessee. He's like, no, I'm not a made-up person. I am on this team, right? <laughs> Tony B., outside of uh, rating Jason Norkel, obviously, as a grand move, uh, how did you evaluate the uh, NFL uh, best offseason moves? Mine was really simple. It was either newsmaking slash impactful, or it was just interesting to me. I thought you were going to say mine was very simple. Whatever the Redskins did. I could have. I could have easily done five of those. You like that? You like that? But I picked the best uh, one or two Redskins moves. And then I filled out the rest of the other 30-some teams. I kind of just looked at it as teams that were really able to fill a position of need with a great player, teams that took an opportunity and ran with it and, and really took advantage of an offseason opportunity, or teams that basically picked up someone that is low-risk, high-reward. Sounds good. Before we get started, does anyone else have anything else they want to add? Uh, Tony, any more um, uh, facts about Jason Norkel? No, he was drafted seven, in the seventh round, 392 overall. So he was drafted way after Leon Sandcastle. Name for the combine? Name? Leon Sandcastle. Yes. Which some were very surprised by, but Sandcastle didn't have a very good college career. I thought they, I thought that was a very um, stupid pick. Uh, I gotta say, I just, uh, I just uh, googled Jason Norkel, and I think we're a little wrong. It actually says, "Did you mean Jason Norquette?" <laughs> no. No, I met Norkel. Okay, I, I recommend everyone that listens to the podcast, Google Jason Norkel. It says Jason Norquette, and then it says, first result, Jason Scott Norquette, arrest record, North Carolina. That sounds like an NFL player to me. Yeah, it does. <laughs> North Carolina under arrest. Yep, that sounds about right. They see me rolling, they hating, patrolling and trying to catch me riding dirty. 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 I can already see a situation where uh, Jason Norquette, Greg Hardy, and Johnny Manziel cruising the streets looking for trouble. Manziel did not make my list, unfortunately. Now, when he gets fully arrested, that will be a top off-season move. Good pickup by the police. <laughs> Maddie G and I are going to do the calculations, but Tony B is going to have to sign off. He has to go actually check the PSI in his balls. So <laughs> thank you for your picks, Tony B. We'll keep posted where they uh, where they end up. All right. Um, again, maybe if somehow my number five pick, Redskins keeping their team name, can make it to number one, I would be most appreciative of it. But if it doesn't make our list, I completely understand that too. I, I really think it's going to be a really interesting NFL season coming up. Everybody's making moves. It's going to be another wild season in the NFL. And there's a good chance that when we revisit these picks at the end of the season, we're going to be like, oh, my God. 
Well, Tony B., thanks for uh, jumping on this podcast with us, and uh, we will count it out, and we'll see what we can do about uh, the Redskins keeping their name. All right, sounds good. Thank you, Seth. Thank you, Matty G., the musician. Always a fantastic time. All right, now we have our tabulator, Matty G., the musician, who's going to tally everything up. Today, I'm Matty G., the mathematician. (laughs) Everything's been calculated, and here are the results. At number five, we're going to have Martellus Bennett signing with the Patriots. It was number two on my list, and it was also an honorable mention for Seth's list, so therefore it broke a tiebreaker. Number four, three, and two had the same exact score, so therefore they're all pretty much number two with a three-way tie. So the three are Peyton Manning retiring, Charles Johnson being re-signed by the Panthers, and the Chandler Jones trade for the Patriots and Cardinals. At number one, because it was on two different lists, is Josh Norman signing with the Redskins. Any thoughts about this, Seth? Well, I'll tell you what. I think we got a good list. Um, I kind of figured that we'd be all over the place because there's so many moves made in free agency, so uh, there's not much rhyme or reason to it. And it also shows that we're deeper NFL fans because we didn't just pick the headline-grabbing moves. I tried not to do that on purpose because I didn't want that to just be what we did. Um, it feels like everyone brought the wrong kind of input in a great way, and we got that nice diversity of picks where the only downside of that, I guess, if you call it a downside, is that we have so many ties because there were so many different picks. Uh, it's probably one of the most diverse 15 picks we've had as, as a group. Well, I'll tell you what, Matty G, do we want to uh, quickly run through the uh, top five? We'll give our thoughts, and then we'll uh, shut it down. Sounds good. Number five, Martellus Bennett going to the Patriots. There's going to be a lot of two tight end sets ran in New England, and I think they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. I agree, and uh, I'm interested to see where they're going to go in fantasy. Number four, slash number two, Peyton Manning retiring. I'm going to miss hearing Omaha on a weekly basis. I still haven't had Papa John's, but because I like him so much, I'm more likely to negate my dislike for Papa John himself. Better ingredients, better pizza, Papa, Papa John's. John's. Number three. Charles Johnson re-signing with the Panthers. Whatever coupon they use to make that happen, I would like the same one the next time I'm buying a new car. I usually have to go to Pennsylvania to get those kind of discounts that Charles Johnson wants. (laughs) (laughs) Because New York is not cheap. Number two, Chandler Jones being traded from the Patriots to the Cardinals and Jonathan Cooper being traded and a draft pick. I would say that I think one of the reasons is, this is intriguing to me is you don't see many player-for-player player trades in the NFL. So it'll be interesting to see how this works out for both teams. I truly believe it's going to be one that does work out for both the Cardinals and the Patriots for completely different reasons. To that I will say, is it possibly going to be a uh, you know a trade between the next Super Bowl contenders of next year? Who knows? Who knows? And number one, Josh Norman signing with the Washington still-named Redskins. As an Eagles fan, I don't like it because I do think Josh Norman is a talented player. But part of me is hoping that all of his stats and all of his great play was due to that Panthers line. Because if not, it's going to be a tough time for the NFC East. Also hard to tell for me if it's going to be uh, you know the same type of performance from him. But I think uh, in terms of being a best move, it's up there. And that is our top five NFL offseason moves. I think it was a really cool general discussion about the NFL. I definitely uh, think everyone brought it. I, I learned a lot. 
from uh you know from you guys and uh i feel like i'm ready for the season now i think i'll be ready for my draft a little bit better thanks to you guys thank you guys for listening to the high five countdown podcast remember you can check us out on itunes all you have to do is type in high five countdown podcast and we'll come right up we have a bunch of episodes posted including our last episode which is top five memories from independence day featuring alan the author of real speak it was a real fun time also you can check us out on facebook and twitter we are under high five countdown podcast on both those platforms and we look forward to you tuning in to more episodes so on that note let's shut down the show my name is dj setho and i'm still sitting waiting and praying for the return of the old gunslinger i'm comfortable in jeans that last Real Comfortable Jeans, The Wrangler, Brett Farr. I'm comfortable in Wrangler. I'm Matty G, and I am following Jason Norco on Twitter right now. <laughs> Good night, everybody, and remember, root for the Dallas Cow people. They see me rolling, they hate I'm comfortable in jeans that last. I'm comfortable in Wrangler.